In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. And I'm having a great week, and it's so good that we have success coach Ivy Slater on, and she's the founder of Slater Success Coaching. She's going to come on second segment. Now, I know for many, many weeks I have picked on Christy with her perfect <laughs> wedding and her fairy lights and her, you know, delightful, delightful little, like, you know, shaped sandwiches that she makes. I'm wondering where this is going. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm wondering, you know, because it's like, oh, you know, here I am. My life's in the, you know, the dog pound, you know, single, two kids, mortgage up to my ears. Poor me, poor me. But this week, (laughs) it gets to be poor Christy for one week, and I don't mean to glorify your pain. I'm so happy that I was like a mess this weekend. Yikes. Thank you, friend. Oh, you're welcome, friend. No, you know, I just, um, you know, I just. You just love it. I do. <laughs> I do. Smiling. A year and a half. I'm smiling for other reasons, but a year and a half into this show of going, my life is just one fiasco after another. And uh, why don't you tell us what happened? <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Well, I went to my a good friend of mine's birthday party, which was in Oceanside, which is, I don't know, it took us three hours to get there. We did get lost a couple times, but um, we saw some old friends, so we stayed, like, pretty late. We left there, I don't know, like, midnight, so we drove back, my mom, my sister, and I, and we get back to my mom's at, like, 2.30 in the morning, and I'm like, okay, I'm going home. I'm, you know, I'm not spending the night here. I got to go home. I got to let the dog out. The kids were spending the night with my mother-in-law. My husband was at work, so... I'm, you know, going home. I'm calling my mom as soon as I get home. She was worried. Well, I'm driving, and my car is like, it's feeling a little weird, which I've had problems with it right. a few days before, and we thought we fixed it. So I'm driving along on the 14 freeway, 2.30 in the morning, I, you know, get... Now, mind you, the 14 freeway, for those of you it's listening dark. Home, it's dark, it's not lit, it goes up a 5,000-foot mountain, it's four lanes of speeding 80-mile-an-hour yes. traffic, you know, it's basically the <laughs> death shoot. It is scary. <laughs> well, so my car, I'm like, oh, it's like chugging all of a sudden, like pulling, I'm like, oh, God, and I'm like trying to get over a little bit, I was in the slower lane, thank goodness, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I didn't, couldn't get any power, you know, I'm like pushing the 
you know, the gas the gathering, gas. no power. I'm like, oh, my God. I pulled over. Of course, I missed the big shoulder area. Cause, and I pulled in this, like, tiny little area, and my car just died. <gasps> like, completely? It completely like, just shut off. Like in German, das kaputt? Yeah, das kaputt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was like, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I had triple A, but I'm like, uh, where am I going to go? Which, thankfully, my sister's house was off that next off-ramp. Oh, thank God. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to call and wake her up. And no, I'd rather just stay on the side I, well, of the freeway said, and get run well, over. I, no, I was like, oh, do I get in? Do I stay out? Blah, blah, blah. What do I do? Do I wait for AAA? What will I do? What will I do? So I was, like, so scared because these cars just whizzing they by. They do. They do. And I was, like, on the line. Like, it, it was <gasps> like I was in a tiny little lane, like, off the side. There wasn't. You didn't like, get over to the side of the road. I got over to the side, but there wasn't much of a shoulder. Oh, there wasn't much of a shoulder, yeah. So I was sort yeah. of freaking out. And then, you know, of course, I was like, call my mom. <laughs> I'm sure that made her feel it wonderful. Did. Well, well, she was waiting for my call anyway. Yes, so I know. So she's but like, well, do you want me to come get you? I'm like, oh. So I did end up calling, texting my sister, and she's, um, you know, do you want me to come get you? I tried turning my car on, you know, after, you know, 20 minutes, and it turned on. So I decided okay. I'm going to try and drive it. My right. sister's wow. was probably like two miles away. Okay. And I made it. I made it, Good. and I was like, thank goodness. I slept there. I thought, I'm not going to call my husband and right. worry him at, you know, 3.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock, right. whatever time it was. Fires. He's got you know, he's sleeping. About. Am I going to wake him up? Well, so I finally go to sleep, wake up, call him because he was going to get an overtime day. You know, I tell him, oh, the car's broke down. Can you stop by and get me? And he was so mad at me. Why? Because I didn't, like, call him in the morning or text him. I'm like, uh, I thought I would wake you up. I didn't want to worry you. Right, like, and you were safe. And I everything was, was fine. You know, I, it was awful. He was so mad because it was so hot. And it was like, I don't know, 9.30 oh, yeah. in the morning, 10 o'clock, and it was blazing hot, sweating. Well, he, so for some reason, thought he was going to just get the car and I was gonna follow, he was going to follow me home in my car. Uh-huh. And I was, like, crying. I was so upset. And he's Aww. just like, ah, so mad. Aww. And I just upset. You know, yeah. he, you know, something happened at work, and he was just upset. Okay. So he wasn't really upset was, with you. Yeah, it was just a just situation. It out on you. Yeah. That's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, at least he was upset with you. When my, when my ex-husband, I mean, I disappeared one night with the kids with a big disaster. He, like, and I texted him, didn't answer, you know, all this stuff he could care less, which is why we're not married anymore. But so be thankful, <laughs> you know, that he cares enough to care where you are. Oh. Even if he has taken it out on you. <laughs> no, right, go ahead, know, Keep going, Terry Lights. I know. Well, then, so he, the car dies in the driveway while he's trying to get out. So he's just even madder than, <laughs> <No>. you know. <laughs> and he's, like, pushing my Suburban with his little truck, just, like, metal to metal, pushing it. And it was just, we had to have it towed, you know, to our house. Of course, we don't have unlimited AAA because. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's Uh-oh. $10, $10 a mile. A mile. Yes. So 100 miles for 10 miles, $100 to miles. So, you know, he thinks he's got it figured out. When he gets to our house, you know, it's all, it ends up being towed. So it's at the shop right now. I have his truck. It's just a nightmare. Oh, it is. It is. I'm so sorry that I was gleefully delighted over it, but I'm not really. I'm like, hello, you know, like, are you going to say you're sorry? Are you going to say me? Not yes, you. I'm, I'm sorry. No, not you. Oh, <laughs> I'm like my husband. <laughs> you know, like, hey, babe, I'm glad you're okay. 
Yeah. Yes, that whole thing. Right. I don't want you, you're not a potato pancake on the 14 freeway. I know. Ah. And it's like, did you really think that I'm so happy that this is the way my day is going? That's true. You know, because he's That's like, true. I'm just having a bad day. And I'm like, well, well and you know, I think, you know what? I might be having a little bit of a bad day, too. I love that. I'm mean, yeah. not that I love that you're having a bad day, but it's so <laughs> funny because you just go, okay, you're stuck on the freeway, yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning, very frightening, dark, mountainous road. You know, yes, you have support system around, but at some point, uh, yeah, I got a bad day going on here, too, honey. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't sleep, but I just was like, oh, my gosh, you know, he's waiting around for an overtime day, didn't get one, and I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. Right, you know, I just roll with it, because that's what I do. I just, I'll figure it out, and he just, like, wanted to get it taken care of right then and there. But, you know, that's a big part of success and managing success is, is really prioritizing what needs to get done and getting it done and not letting your emotions get in the way. I mean, that's, that's like crisis management 101. I mean, and <laughs> very funny that I'm just going to say someone does a certain job for a living versus someone being a stay-at-home mom and who has managed the crisis. But I, I, it stands to reason, and I always will say this, the moms that come to work for my company do not value the skills they learn in the household management of things, they think that it doesn't have any value or practical application as if, you know, somebody who's got these work skills. But I'll tell you, you know, you take these stay-at-home moms, you work them in my company, they are cool as cucumbers (laughs) under stress. They can multitask. They can prioritize. And they can handle an emergency because that's all about raising kids. Yeah, that happens on a and daily basis. nobody else. <laughs> right, but there's nobody else. It's like, like you yeah. said, at 2 o'clock in the morning, you're like, okay, you know, I got the kids here. You know, all that management that went in just for you to go down to Oceanside, you know, requires a huge effort. Right. It did. Yes. So I'm gleefully delighted in your misfortune, <laughs> but as your friend, I am super proud of the way you handled a crisis. Why, thank you. <laughs> yes, very proud of you. All right, so we're going to go to Doris right now because Doris has some great information on our Motherhood Minute. You can have more than a minute, though. It's okay. Thank you. You can have three if you want. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Christy. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Anyway, I think this report will be of great interest to many of our mothers here in the United States, but it will also shock and sadden. Here is a motherhood news moment, news you can use. ABC World News is featuring a segment for the next week called Hunger at Home, the exploding crisis here in the United States and what Americans are doing about it. The following numbers are shocking but true. One in six Americans don't have enough to eat. One in four American children wake up not knowing if they will have food they need for the day. The current recession has pushed 2.4 million more children into the poverty ranks. 17 million children are what is being called food insecure. 5.5 million children live in families who have lost their homes to foreclosure. Eight million children live in families where at least one parent has lost their job. A spokesperson for the Annie E. Casey Foundation says, quote, You don't see the extended stomachs like you see on the starving African children, but you see the saddest eyes, you see the sadness in the eyes of hungry American children, unquote. Since this reporting has appeared a few days ago on ABC World News, 
viewers have sent in over $132,000, which is enough to feed 1 million American children. ABC is asking people, if you want to help with this situation, you can text the word F-E-E-D, that's FEED, to the number 50555 to give $10. You reply yes, or you go to abcnews.com for details on how to help. Texting will help get money to buy food in your community for those who need help, and it will help supply the feed banks across the country. This is Motherhood News, news you can use. I'm Doris Rivas Becky. Back to you, Sandra. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio. Giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. The Trick to Getting Published with your host, Florence Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Flo has seen it, done it, and now can share from her experiences as a newspaper staff reporter, feature writer, freelance editor, and college writing instructor. And now Flo has authored a system whereby her students enjoy a 90% success rate in attaining publication of their manuscripts for the first time. In just four years, she has over 800 of her own articles published in national magazines, newspapers, and anthologies. Author of several books, including the powerful memoir, The Sicilian Nobleman's Daughter, Florence has advised and edited professors, deans, PhDs, and hundreds of students' writings before submission. And now it's your turn. Join us Friday nights with your questions. Most of Flo's students say they've learned much and thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's The Trick to Getting Published with your host, Flo Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. Everybody in the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website, and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The week Wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Back and Christy Holland. Mamas, oh my gosh, you know, I have so much fun running this radio show, talking here all by myself, while Rick and Christy enjoy whatever nonsense they do at the break, which seems to never come to airtime except for things like, what did you say, onion foot? Oh, onion foot. 
<laughs> I don't even pretend to understand. Even, I'm half, not even going to explain it. Okay, half the things that go on in this office, you know, all we know, suffice it to say, is that I am Sandra Beck <laughs> with my lovely co-host, Christy Holly, and her onion toe, along with <laughs> Doris Rebus Brecky, her, mili- um, or, sorry, her motherhood minute. Um, and then we have segment producer Rick Swanson chiming in. And, uh, boy, we're just not going to even go anywhere with that at this point. Great. Okay. Back to the show Back at to hand. The show. the yes. show at hand. Yes, yes. Okay. So here's the thing, Christy. We have as today's guest Ivy Slater, and she is the founder of Slater Success Coaching. She's a successful businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur. She's the former president of Slater Graphics, um, which was a promotional printing company. She's the wife and mother of two teenagers. She's a great daughter. And she is the kind of woman that we just go, oh. Like, how do you get to be that? She's 5'2". She's 5'2". She's this tiny little package. You know, for those of you listening today, Christy and I are not. We're kind of (laughs) tall. We're (laughs) 5'7". Yes, we are tall tall California blondes. Um, But these powerful women in little tiny packages, like like uh, Carolyn Blaisdell or like, yeah, Robin Boyd, you know, right. you know, even Belen Madrano, who works for me, they're these tiny little women in these just amazing powerhouse packages. So, right. you know, I hate to fix on fixate on that for Ivy because she's many <laughs> wonderful things, but um, I like to tease her, and I love having women on like her because she was a dance major in college and somebody who takes something like dance and brings it into like the creative art and then pulls it into you know she's got her bachelor's in communication I mean I just love people who pull you know random things seemingly random things together and make something amazing about it right 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 all right Ivy are you here Ivy Yes, I'm here. I'm putting on my heels, my high heels, so I can keep up with you girls. Are you? Yes, please. Put the Manolos on before you come on the show. I I was feeling rather small and inadequate there for a moment. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we're giants. Yes, we're giants. We're just like big, giant, blonde radio show hosts. So um, we're so happy that you're with us today. And um, you got to answer to me, how do you take dance and put it into success coaching? Like, how do you get from one to the other? You put a lot of years of legwork um, <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note. How do you take dance? I was a dancer from when I was three to five years old. It's in my heart. It's in my soul. I still exercise religiously. Um, but as you pointed out, Sandra, I am 5'2", and I am 5'2 with very little leg. <laughs> <laughs> I have no voice as far as singing. Um, and it wasn't going anywhere. I'm also a woman who appreciates success and appreciates earning money. So right on. There, there was a conundrum there. Um, hence, that's why I got also my Bachelor of Arts in Communications and took that forward, and I meandered through, you know, finding my path. And I went with what was right at the time. And that's a large part of it is sticking with the gut. And I had a very successful printing business for over 15, close to 20 years. And a few years ago, it just wasn't right anymore. And that's when I had to wake up and I said, I'm not happy. And a childhood friend of mine said, when I had my first child over 19 years ago, a happy mommy is a happy home. 
And I truly lived by it. And when I realized I just wasn't content and I wasn't happy any longer, I was no longer fulfilled with what I was doing, I needed to make a change. Um, and hence came the coaching. It was, it was kind of, I thought I was going to just coach moms. And then in the realization, I went back to school. I kept my business going. I explained to my kids how I was going to have homework after my work, like they had homework after school, and we would all, like, sit down together and do our work. Um, so they, there was family support around it, which I believe is important. Um, Coaching came naturally because what worked with me in printing was communicating. And what worked with me in printing in, in my other portions of my career is listening to what a client needs. And that's the heart of coaching is that listening skill. It's true. It's true. You know, and what I like about, you know, what you're saying is that, you know, you didn't wake up one morning going, I want to be an ER nurse, and everything unfolded properly after that, which most of us don't have that. You've kind of, you know, wandered around, you know, things before arriving at where you are. Do you think that that helps most women particularly, especially those that are thinking of changing a career or are having children and then find that, you know what, they're still a part of them as much as they love their children, that's a little bit unsatisfied? Absolutely. You really, um, it, you know, life is a journey. I know that's a cliche at this point in time, but life is a journey, and every job you take from it, what benefits you? It's the same way as, you know, people make a point of an at-home mom is a full-time job. You know, being at home with two kids is a full-time job. There are huge skills involved in that. You know, so whether you're looking to go back to work part-time, whether you're looking to have a full-time career, you have to make a list of the skills that you love from all your jobs. May You know, going back to when you were in college, and you might have, you know, in college at night, one of my jobs was I closed out a candy concession. By the way, I love candy, and I happen to like money. It kind of was a great job. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what worked for me there? You you take all the pieces forward, and you add it up and say, where are all these skills? What can I do with it? And how whatever I do will keep me content and happy and fulfilled. Well, and that's really hard, Ivy. You know, like, I'm like most women these days where I'm kind of sandwiched sometimes between, like, elder care issues and child care issues. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in between, like, I don't know, I, sometimes I call it like a sandwich. I feel like I'm in the sandwich of care. You know, it, there's a times in my life where I have a lot of responsibility with my parents, and then, of course, you know, I have a continual responsibility with my kids. You know, being sandwiched in there is also now – a really big part of what women face, whether they're stay-at-home moms, working moms, you know, that whole sandwich generation where we're really stretched thin in both directions. It's a difficult place to be, and I'm in it myself. Um, you know, my, my mother is turning 80 this year, and we're all very happy to celebrate, but last year was a not a great year for her, and it it stretched me. It stretched, you know, what what can I do? And, you know, that's something I take and, again, take forward to offer others. Okay, how did I manage it? Well, you know, I knew who the support team was. 
you know, for my mother. I know who the support team is for my children. And even with that, I have to know who the support team is with me. So when I'm running and about to hit that brick wall that, you know, I collapse on, I have a couple of key work associates and girlfriends who look at me and say, Ivy, what's going on? How can we help you? That's really important because you're able to reach out. I think as stay-at-home moms, Christine, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels sometimes almost like a failure to reach out because you're supposed to be able to do all this stuff. Yes, it totally does because, you know, I don't know if it's just from, you know, say, which my mom did everything and she... Mine too. I mean, everything. She sewed. She, you know, she baked. She cooked. She well, the cleaning was <laughs> not on the great side, but, I mean, everything else. She took everybody everywhere. So, um, <laughs> my mom, I mean, it was hard to, you know, I grew up thinking, oh, I'd like to be like my mom. Right, there's a lot and, of pressure. you know, she never really asked for any help. I mean, her mom was around for a little while. and She, you know, passed away early, but that was, Right, that she was just it. Did it. She just did it, and she had like two. It was like two sets of kids because my sister and I are older than my younger set, yeah. set of siblings. So she has been doing it for so long, and she still comes to our rescue at forty-three and forty and yeah, thirty and twenty-five. You know, so I don't know. It's rough. It is rough. So, Ivy, what do you tell somebody who who has that feeling of, you know, like my mom did all this stuff and, uh, you know, and I just can't do what my mom did? You know what? Our lives are different. Our, our world is different. You know, just, you know, in demographics and geography, our, our world, our network is bigger. Even as a stay-at-home mom, you're traveling further. You know, our communities when we grew up were much smaller, which were easier. And there were also natural supports with your neighbors and, and, and kids in the neighborhood. You can have your kids outside. You can't have that now. So although we want to be like our mothers, what we want is the essence of what our mothers taught us and gave us. And we have to adapt that to the world and society we're living in, which doesn't mean you can let your kids just play outside anymore and where our mothers were, we were allowed to do that, we can't. We need to be there, but we need to be here and we need to be there. Hence the support. And hence where you take the essence of what we learned from our moms and take it into our generation. And take the best of the best of what they taught us and modernize it a little. Well, I think, too, you know, we kind of have to cut, cut ourselves some slack. Like, I look at Christy, I look at me, I look at all we do every day. And not that my mom didn't do an equal amount, but you're right. She, You know, when we got too much, she would send us out to run in the woods, and, you know, we would go throw apples at each other, you know, poke around in the stream in the pond near our house. And, you know, we would just run for hours. And, you know, we can't do that anymore um, in, in our, you know, current situation. And um, I think you're right in, in letting us, uh, you know, have some slack that's different time, different generation, pretty much different everything. Um, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly and Doris Rivas Brecky. Um, I want you guys to check us out on iTunes under motherhoodtalkradio.com. You can also head to our website, which is www.motherhoodtalkradio.com, and we have a Facebook fan page that you can sign up for. So let's talk more about you after the break. 
Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lipman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and our Motherhood Minute reporter, Doris Rivas Brecky. Our guest today is Ivy Slater, and she owns a coaching company, a success coaching company that began coaching moms and has expanded. And uh, we're lucky to have her with us today uh, as we explore some of the conditions that affect us as mothers. And one of the topics I'd like to throw out, Christy, to you, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I know when I worked uh, down in Beverly Hills and I had like an hour drive home, sometimes with the kids, sometimes without the kids, that gave me like a nice buffer and break, you know, till I started kind of the mom part of my day to get ready for it, to get ready for it. But now what I found, you know, my offices are in my home now and uh, I'm only a hallway away from like, you know, working mom, Stan is like a hallway away from, you know, full-time mom. Um, it's a very difficult transition for me to reset from one entirely different mindset, which is like talking to my clients, being on the radio, going and doing and thinking 
And then I have to transition, whether it's somebody walking in the door from something or for me just going down the hallway. It's a struggle for me to quickly reset into my new job, my new role. And that's me as a full-time working mom. Christy, what do you feel as a a part-time working mom? You know, I mean, you're a full-time working mom as a mom, but, you know, (laughs) oh, just answer it. Well, I think that, I mean, that happens to me, too. It's that some... You know, I don't ha- always get a reentry time, you know, to reenter being a full-time mom when I'm when I go and I do, you know, my little jobs, my little part-time jobs. You know, right when I walk in the door, the kids are like, "Mom, mom, mom, what, I need this, I need this, mom, do this, I need this," and it's really, really rough to just sink right back into that when I've been gone for. I mean, sometimes it's only a few hours, sometimes it's five or six hours, but. I mean, the minute I well, walk in the there, door, you're somebody's... not walking and the kids are there by themselves. No, no, I mean, no. Like, yeah. Their you dad know. will be there, I mean, and he'll be sitting there or whatever, and they'll, like, ask me to get them, you know, water or a sandwich or something. And I'm just like, hello, you know, I need to, I need just a minute, you know, just just a minute to get reset, but I don't usually get that. So I, I just don't know how know how to do that or how to ask my husband to help me do that or like in my case where there is nobody to ask it's like Anna goes out the door and then immediately you know and sometimes there's like that little bit of transition where I'm still trying to do work and I'm trying to manage the kids Mm -hmm. it's it's really psychologically draining you know I get a headache sometimes I get my brain gets tired it's already kind of tired from the work day but then like the kids are like mom 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 you know I need this I need that I need this I need that and it's 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 almost like we should do it to the Iraqis because we'd win the war. <laughs> you know, just throw them off the game. You know, um, Ivy, help. <laughs> this, this was the comedy routine in our house. When I worked, I'm working in the house in the last year and a half. Before that, I worked out of the house for close to 20 years. Um, so when I would come in, it would be mommy, 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 right? And I would be in my business suit with my heels because I am 5'2". And... I was just like, I just need a minute, but mom, but mom, but I just need a minute, but mom, but mom. And they would trail me wherever I went, whether, I mean, if I was in the bathroom and I'd say, no, I need a minute and shut the door, I'd get notes under the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then oh, my, my gosh, husband, my son, I just have to, like, do a quick aside. I told my older son, you cannot come into the office when I'm doing my radio show. You have to ask Anna. You have to ask Anna Rosa. You know, whoever's in the house, please help ask them. So what he did was one show, he opened the door on Military Mom, and uh, he had his little remote control car that had a Post-it note on it that said, I want milk, and he drove it into me. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. They need they need, and it was very frustrating because my husband would walk in, and they would say, hi, Dad, whatever, and he would say, I need five minutes to get undressed, and that was acceptable. Yeah. And it Why would drive me crazy. It drove me crazy. And so then I, need, I needed to create something that I detoxed because I, I, was, I was really starting to go insane. I was batting my head against the wall. I was begging and pleading, you got to give me five minutes, you got to give me five minutes. Um, so on my way home from work, I either went to work out or I went to do yoga. And I said, I needed, I said, from now on, I'm going to be a half hour late. And I left work like a half hour early. Like I (laughs) slipped in this little mini, mini class, right? That, you know, if it was just a meditation, if I sat on a park bench, that would work. 
<laughs> to just transition me. Um, but now I'm on the other side and I'm working from home. So it's not me walking in the door. It's being prepared when they walk in the door or better yet, bombard the door. And, you know, I, I really going to hate regret saying this, but it's train, train, train. Don't stop asking and following through. So, you know, it goes back to when they're younger and they're potty training. You know, then you go through, you know, you have to train them to do their homework after school. You have to create new habits and new routines. Well, you need to absolutely demand a routine that includes you. And that's nothing wrong with your kids. I'm just saying it's for you. You need to say, okay, um, from now on, when I come home, I get five minutes. So you walk in the door and you say, guys, I'm here. I got my five minutes, 6 o'clock. See you at 6.05. Right, maybe put the, put the microwave on because we've got little ones. We've got, right. you know, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> put something, you know, give them something to learn from and something that they take forward. So when they're little, they have to understand, okay, we're putting the timer on. Mommy gets five minutes. Because guess what? Mommy's going to be a better mommy if we institute this because we're not going to be shrieking at them 15 minutes later. <laughs> That's true, and it does take time. I know for me, like, I one of the things that the problems that I was having with my kids, you know, because they're supposed to be with the dad 50% of the time, and that just never happens. But by, like, 8 o'clock at night, I'm shot, and I need to just, like, yep. take a bath, close my eyes for even 15 minutes, and just have no sensory input whatsoever. And I couldn't put my foot down until my 4-year-old did, like, the giant cannonball on top of me in the jacuzzi tub. And, I mean, water went everywhere. I swear. I almost tossed him out the window, and I thought, you know what? This is not good parenting. <laughs> what? So, you but, know what? It took me it, like a whole month, though, to retrain them that when mom's in the tub, you guys watch TV, stay out. You know, unless you're missing a limb and it's bleeding, you know, you, you don't come in. And you know what? Give them something of their own during that time. So you're saying you want a special time for you, and you create a special time for them. Maybe that's the time that they get to watch a little television. Maybe it's the time they're going to do their reading, you know, and read books by themselves, and then you're going to come and read with them when you're done so they have oh, something okay. to look forward to. So that's valuable to all parties. It's not just, kids, get out of here. <laughs> no, it has to be a win-win, and they have to feel that they are not being pushed aside, but they're engaging in this, what you know, private special time. Well, this is Mommy's private special time, and this is Charlie's private special time. So we're all going to get it, and then we can share together. So typically, in, in families like mine and Christie's, Christie, yours are, what, four, four six, six, and eight, and mine are five and eight. Um, how long do you think it takes to retrain the troops? Um, you know, every family is different and every child is different. I could tell you I have a 19-year-old daughter, and when she <laughs> comes from, from college, we go into retraining mode. <laughs> you know, she walks in the door, but Mom, I'm like, I'm, on, I, I'm working 10 minutes. I have to finish something. But, Mom, it'll just be a minute. But, Mom, but, you know, it, it, for a 19-year-old, it takes two to three days 
So for a younger <laughs> child, <laughs> you know, you, we could, right, no, it, it shouldn't be forever. And if you give them something of their own during that time, that's the key, that it's a family I need. So if mommy comes home, if it's 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock or whatever, and you have groceries and you're, you've just been harried, either engage the kids in the game of putting things away or create something for them to do during that time. I brought something special home for you, so let's put the timer on. I need 10 minutes to get all this away, and then we can see it. What do you want to do in your 10 minutes? You know, and again, a four-year-old needs more instruction than the eight-year-old on that. Right. So yelling fire in the hole and running out <laughs> is an option. <laughs> this wouldn't be a good time to take ten minutes to jump off the top bunk of the jump bunk bed. No, uh, no, uh, no. So, you know, engage them in, have them have their own thing. So have their own activities and have their special time. And this is part of the self-care that you talk about and you teach our moms, uh, teach your clients. Um, part of that self-care is, a, is, is carving out that time you need to get your sanity back. Well, most of my clients are working women, and the majority of them, there's an enormous amount of working mothers. And if we don't take care of ourselves, who's going to take care of everyone else? Being at, we are the sandwich generation. We have a lot of people to take care of. So, you know, I talk a lot about having a calendar and actually putting your own time, so putting your jacuzzi time into that calendar that is scheduled for 8 o'clock every night. Putting, you know, your manicure into that calendar if that's something you enjoy, that you really take care of yourself. You know, if you're into exercise, walk with your girlfriend. Meet somebody at a gym. You know, engage in something that is for you. Right. Because then we have so much more to give everybody else. It's true, and I think we just kind of get really run down and we get in our routine. And honestly, some days I just get in survival mode. Me too. You know, it's just put your head down, get through, just try not to get hit in the brain. <laughs> you know what? Not again. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to say I do too. You know, by far I am not the perfect specimen of anything. But the idea is when we know we, oh, my God, it's one of those days we need to go into survival mode, then at the end of that day you take out that calendar, and if it's on Wednesday you plan something for Friday or Saturday for you. I think, you know, Ivy, that's a great, great idea. I'm going to take us on to commercial break. And speaking of breaks, I want you guys to think of one thing. Um, you know, like when we take a job, you know, like a cashier or a bank teller, it's like all these jobs have a break put in. Like, oh, it's break time, you know. Yeah. Go take your break. There's like no break time unless we put it in as mothers. Um, and I think that's one of the things that resonated with me so clearly with our guest today, uh, which is Ivy Slater of Slater Coaching. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Christy Holly, Doris Rivas Brucky, and we'll have more great mom information after the break. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. 
people think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio where it's all about choices. Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us. For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleO'Dell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. Christy, when I brought up that most jobs get a break, what did you say? <laughs> I was... Like, yes, they do. Most jobs get, at least when I used to work, we'd get two breaks, 15-minute breaks, and an hour lunch. And I was just like, what the, you know, <laughs> what the heck? Because what the holy cow, Batman, yes! where's our breaks? Oh, my God, because I don't get, you don't get a, anything like that. Like, I was just thinking when I fix dinner or something, I, you know, the kids are like, mom, 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 and I get them their dinner, and then before I can get mine, after I cut everybody's stuff up, they're, I sit down to eat, and they're like, mom, mom, I want milk, mom, mom, I want some more, I want, you know, so my stuff is always cold. I was just like, there's no breaks. There is no breaks. Not really. No. That's no. why I can't wait till everyone's in school. <gasps> me too. Me too. One week and counting. Well, next year for me is when Nick goes all day. Yeah. And then I'll have that. I'll, I'll probably have to get a job, job, job. But okay. still, I still get breaks. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ivy, what are we going to do? First of all, before we like before you solve all the problems that Christy and I have on a regular basis, let's talk about how people can reach you and what cool things you have coming up in your practice. Okay, great. Um, first of all, I, I am happy to chime in on breaks because I think they're totally important. And if we don't create them for ourselves, they don't happen. Um, but what 
How you could connect with me is connect with Slater Success Coaching. It's www.slatersuccesscoaching.com. My new website relaunched uh, our new look the end of July, which was very exciting. Um, Once you go to the website, what's great is you could download a free report, which is Seven Mandatory Success Secrets for Women in Business, and there's an audio report for the three myths about business success every professional woman must know. Um, The other thing is if you register for the website and you come on and become my friend, you get my newsletters. And one thing I'm just starting to work on, which I'm very excited about, is I'm going to be doing a teleclass towards the end of September on the relationship of women and money because it is a relationship. And there's tricks and there's, how we were raised, and all this information that we're going to talk about. It's a very informative teleclass, and we're going to cover a lot, and that's coming up at the end of September. Um, So come log on, get the information, get my newsletters, and come join me on the teleclass. I think that's really cool. So you've got to sign up, me and Christy. Yes, please, for starters. And um, so how do we we (laughs) – How do we raise children, Ivy? How do we get through it day in and day out? Um, What's your best practices? Take care of yourself. (laughs) Why do you think it's 20 years? I think we're done now. Um, (laughs) Truly, uh, going back to a happy mom is a happy family. So going, and we touched on really self-care. But I'm not kidding. You, you know, we're looking forward to going to work just so we could have a lunch break. So you could actually sit and eat an entire salad, you know, uninterrupted unless you choose to interrupt yourself. Right. You know, it's as true. opposed to like, you know, eating so quickly or, or you know, forgetting to eat or or scraping the bottom is. of the, you know, the SpaghettiOs. You said SpaghettiOs. My image was mac and cheese, like the cold mac and cheese at the bottom of the pot. Is like, Ew, oh, congealed, yes. Lunch. Um, really, we have to put ourselves in our own calendar. I'm not going to back down on it. I'm not going to negotiate on it. Um, I think it's totally important that, whether if we're working, we have a work calendar. Then we have our kids' school calendar. Then we have the family calendar, right? right? Yeah. What happened to our calendar? Oh, we don't exist, Ivy. We Who disappeared long ago. <laughs> right. So if we combine it all into one calendar, okay, so if you kind of like multitask here a little, which nobody but a mom can do well, um, you multitask and actually program yourself. You make the commitment is I am going to give myself one hour a week. I am going to give myself three 30-minute segments a week. I am going to meet somebody, an adult, and have an adult lunch one day a month. You know, we have to be practical. Lives are busy. Work is busy. Our kids' lives are busy. Um, there's a lot to do. But if we don't actually program it into our calendar, it stays in our head like one day we're going to. By writing it down and making the commitment, typing it into your BlackBerry, your iPhone, you're actually making the commitment and make the plan. Therefore, you have the ability to do it. And again, well, out of the like, one-day zone. Yeah, and I'm going to chime in. There's all these online calendars you can use. Like I use the Google app calendar. These free online calendars like Cozy, C-O-Z-I dot com, uh, Famundo, that one I used for a while, F-A-M-U-N-D-O. I'm just going to tell you guys, 
you're going to sit there and you're going to enter everybody's calendar stuff in there and it's going to take you like three hours and then it's going to spit out this thing that's going to freak you out like nothing <laughs> you have ever seen oh, in a horror movie. <laughs> no, I know they're designed to, to, to make it look good. But when I even open my Google Apps calendar, you know, which has, the, you know, all the kids' stuff on it, and it's like the command center for my life, when I open it up and I see all these different colors and all this responsibility and, you know, client calls and driving and soccer and, you know, everything that's on there, overnight with dad, you know, oh, my God, it's horrifying to look at your schedule on paper. I mean, I know you need to do it because you need to do it. Because you need to know what's going on. You need to know what's going on. But when you put everybody's stuff in one place, you just go, good Lord, how do I do this? It freaked the <laughs> You can't say that. I can't, I can't say, say that, that. but just suffice it to say it freaked me out when I did that. I'm, I'm clearly not going to disagree with you. <laughs> um, because in the middle of everything, my daughter emails me her college calendar. Why I need to know this, I don't know. Right. Allow me to go to college Right, to worry about your college term paper, honey. Thank you for sharing. You know, she goes, and I said, do I really need to know when your bio lab is? She goes, well, don't you know, want to know where I am? Like, she's insulted because she's now in. <laughs> and I said, you know, that was lovely for you to think of me that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, honey, after that 19-year tour of duty, yeah, I need to know the biology lab. <laughs> right. Um, but it it does, it is overwhelming, and, you know, I will admit I'm a color-coded person, so I like the yellows and pinks and blues to coordinate, which does get a little frightening. But... If you then pick your favorite color, and I'll pull it as orange, and orange is ivy time, how much better does the calendar get? Right. So, <laughs> if there's some orange in there, even if there's a little bit. Right. You know, now, I'll confess, I've had a gift certificate for a facial that a client gave me about 60 days ago that's still on my desk. So oh, if my I'm God. Making, right. Okay. It's been a busy summer. If yeah, I make well, a commitment... Once my kid, my younger one's back in school and my life is a little more balanced with a structured schedule again, I am going to make that appointment with the facial. And then I put it on the calendar and I highlight that as orange. So I guess that what we take away from this, Christy, and I'm, I'm frightened of all five foot two of you at this point, <laughs> um, but if the great Ivy Slater, coaching extraordinaire, mother of two, cannot get that facial done in 60 days, Christy, I think we've got to cut ourselves some slack. I think so too. I will. You know. But thank you and for I think Ivy. You're for... Making, yeah, you're making a great point. We can't live in perfection. We could only live. Oh no. I like that. I do like I that. I can live by that. I could live by that too. And who wants to be perfect? Anybody? If you're perfect, everybody hates you. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too much stress trying to be perfect. <laughs> Oh, so Ivy, tell us, like, do you have a really good, funny coaching story? Like, my favorite coaching story is the realization when I was, and I'm an Internet brand strategy coach, the the realization was that two of my clients were having an affair with each other, unbeknownst <laughs> that they both coached with me. And when they were having, you know, this tryst down in Florida, and I looked at one coaching number and the other one, I'm like, crap, this is the same hotel <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one to top, but I'm wondering if you have I, I any goodies. I wouldn't even go there. 
I, I can't compete with that one. Yeah, so far, you know, I've had a lot of coaches on the show. I've met a lot of coaches in my day. That's 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 kind of a keeper. That that's definitely a top ten. Um, I would say, you know what? Um, I've had a lot of really fun experiences coaching. I've had a lot of adventure. Um, I've had a couple of tragic moments that things have scared me, which is not a fun story. No. Um, but I will say the greatest stories I've had is, like, a client will email me. A client recently was very apprehensive about going to a business conference and making it, you know, a successful situation for herself, and she's not a great – she's not all that comfortable, like the networking and the people. Um, and in, I said, well, you know, I'm here for you. I said, I don't just do coaching calls. We, we do packages here. That means I am here for you. It means you email me. You call me. So I got an email saying, I want you to know I'm at a bar having a blast with people I met at this conference. Love you from Toronto. Isn't that the best? That and you just that, made a difference. That makes my day. That, you know, that we could impact people to help them grow is worth the reason of getting up for, the reason to negotiate all the craziness with the families and the calendars and your schedules and finding time for the facial or even just to walk some days. Um, but that's the reason we do it. Well, and nothing, you know, and I know this from, you know, being in business a long time, they can't pay you enough money to help someone. I mean, I could get paid more money. <laughs> yes, I <they> could. <laughs> you know, and I would love to get paid more money. But honestly, it's like, you know, I've, I've pulled down some serious checks in my day. And when I think back, I can't even think what the amounts were. I don't remember what I spent it on. I don't I, – I remember going, wow, I earned that. That was really cool. But the things that stick with me are the emails or the things that people have thanked me for. And that's a big part of why Christy and I do this on Motherhood Talk Radio. Uh, we do it out of the goodness of our hearts and trying to help other moms navigate situations. Our guest today was Ivy Slater. You can Google her. You can call her. You can sign up for her newsletter. You can enjoy the wisdom of the show by looking at podcasts on TogiNet and iTunes of previous shows. My name is Sandra Beck. I am the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. And for those of you out there, send out a prayer for Christy's car because it really needs it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Go on Toginet.com. Join us 